Hi, and welcome to Under an Open Heaven Podcast. We are glad you are joining us as we explore the reality of God's love expressed in Scripture and our own personal experiences. Thanks for joining us today as we explore the reality that we live under an open heaven. Enjoy! Hey, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Arthur Richardson. I have with me Colton Jones, as always. And we're glad to have you back. Alrighty, so diving in, we've been talking a lot about uh, just what Jesus has been doing in, in our lives, uh, mm-hmm. talking about uh, you know, just human relationships and um, how our relationship with God is reflected in that. So we're going to dive right in. Um, so buckle in, we're going to be hitting the gas, the pedal to the metal, as it were, um, and just going for it. Alrighty, so... In Song of Songs, so you know this is going to be juicy. <laughs> Jumping right in. <laughs> Jump in. Rev them engines, boys. <laughs> Children, cover your ears. No, I'm kidding. No, it's, no, we're not going to get not to the that. explicit parts. No. Not that the explicit parts are really explicit. It's no. more it's, yeah, veiled. It's very, it's so very veiled. Um, it's very G-rated. Yeah. PG. PG. Parent guidance. <laughs> we need some parents. We need some parents up in her. That's like the difference between skim milk and 1%. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep. Alrighty. Let's, let's hop into it. Alrighty. The sound of my lover. Here he comes springing across the mountains, leaping across the hills. My lover is like a gazelle or a young stag. See, he is standing behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattices. My lover speaks and says to me, Arise, my friend, my beautiful one, and come. For see, the winter is past, the rains are over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of pruning the vines has come, and the song of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree pours puts forth its figs, and the vines in bloom give forth fragrance. Arise, my beautiful one, my friend, and come. My dove in the cleft of the rock, in the secret recesses of the cliff, let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet, and your face is lovely. Yeah. Colton, you this are. Is, this is my. You have a a look of complete serenity. This is this is probably my favorite part of scripture. This is God speaking to all of creation, to all of us individually, and uh, it's written as a love poem. And there's a reason why it's called the Song of Songs, because um, it expresses, just expresses, the Creator's love for His creation. Um, I thought it was because it was the best song. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you think about it, like, there's nothing new after Song of Songs. Um, it's all just expressing, like, just the sheer romance, the sheer love. Of, of the lover and the beloved. And this key part in Song of Songs, chapter 2, is about the lover pursuing the beloved, coming after them, 
jumping over the mountains, leaping over the hills. And if we take an analogous approach, uh, like what do these mountains symbolize? Because, I mean, obviously the the Song of Songs itself is full of imagery and analogy, but Mm -hmm. these symbolize something significant. Mountains and hills resemble obstacles. Uh, If you maybe apply this to the internal spiritual life, pride and shame and anger and just the things that we believe keep us away from God. And mm-hmm. here comes the lover jumping over them, leaping over top of them. <laughs> exactly. And then he comes to our home, our like interior heart um, coming closer. Like it says behind the wall, peer, like peeking in through the lattices, peering in through the windows. So closer, 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 uh, less and less obscured by things. And then finally beckoning come away come away with me and the lover speaking to the beloved is giving them reasons to come out mm-hmm. like see the rains are over and gone and the the, the fields are in bloom the fragrances mm-hmm. are uh i'm wafting i don't know what word i'm trying to look for and so he's speaking to the beloved drawing the beloved out come yeah. come with me it's not come. cold anymore. It's yeah. beautiful out here. Come, yes. rise, my beloved, my friend. Yes, and you know my dove hiding in the clefts of the rock, you know, hiding in isolation, hiding yourself away. Mm-hmm. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is beautiful and your face is lovely, and that's God calling you out calling you out of yourself, out of your isolation, out of your dark places. And I was thinking, you know, personal experience in, in when you're in relationship with other people, especially relationship with romance involved, people draw you out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Good friends draw your innermost self out and uh, help you not hide in the clefts of the rocks. Um, they yep. help you turn your focus onto beautiful things. And uh, so God has this exact effect on him when we encounter him as the lover mm-hmm. and allow ourselves to be beloved. It's like he draws us out of ourselves. Yep. And uh, in this case, this is, yes, a very romantic view of it. Um but it also does it doesn't always look romantic like this i mean it's sometimes like being drawn out of yourself taking yourself out of that isolation is painful yeah uh and yeah in showing your face to god speaking to god actually opening your mouth in prayer can hurt you know mm-hmm. and um and i've been thinking about that a lot lately you know mhm as I grow closer to people, uh, I recognize that not only are you like drawn out of yourself, you're compelled to love the other person, but a lot of times you run into your own mountains and hills, you know? Yeah. And when you are pursuing another person, you got to leap over those mountains and hills. Mm-hmm. You know, God being perfect can just leap over them. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have his own mountains. We just have to rock climb. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and so 
that's that's God comes down to us as us and that's illustrated in Song of Songs and that's why it's so 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 beautiful mm-hmm. and so impactful and so um deep and why this is I think my favorite part of scripture it's because mm-hmm. it's God coming to me jumping over my mountains and hills and going past my walls and lattices and windows and calling me out mm-hmm. and uh yeah in I, I know my my personal experiences whenever I take on that role of lover to others that I come to encounter my mountains, my hills, my walls, and God in that is teaching me how to get past them, how to leap over them and not let them become an obstacle. So as far as it applies to identity, Arthur, do -hmm. you have any personal thoughts and regrets to this? Because I've I've taken a, a particular angle on it. Yeah, definitely more in the ideal, like as an ideas mm-hmm. type stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, oh, grab your mug. Back when I was a missionary. Oh, hey. Yay. We don't have a, we don't have whiskey right now. I'm, I'm uh, not <laughs> drinking any alcohol except on Sundays. We so start po- podcasting on, on Sundays Sunday or something like well, that. Heard. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so back when I was a missionary, you know, I had this crazy idea that I kept all my emotions within, you know, that uh, I was hard to read, that I had good control over my emotions, and, you know, no one really knew what I was going on in my heart and my head and all this other stuff, yeah. But living with people, right? really kind of forced me yeah it really forced me to realize that yeah no um i don't i don't have everything under control and i was i felt that feeling of being in the rock and being called out and that embarrassment of like what put me in the rock like in the cleft of the rock you know feeling that it's one thing to hear like arise my beloved and come for everything's fine it's beautiful out here it's springtime there's no more winter. It's one thing to hear that in scripture and then another thing to actually apply it to your own life and think, yeah, you know, still feeling the shame, <laughs> still feeling the insecurity, still feeling overwhelmed by my insufficiencies and everything else. And admittedly, too, like this is this is the where it gets really good. I had very little self-awareness. I had a view of myself as indestructible or or even just like a, a strong man. Like emotions have no hold on me, you know, that, that kind of a thing. Like a stoic, you know, kind of like that was my view of myself. Which is probably one of the farthest things from the truth. Uh, my wife would laugh and say how sensitive of a person I am, you know, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> where where I actually am. In my reality and, and knowing who I am compared to what I thought I was back then are two very, very, very different things. It's just very funny. But coming out of that into reality, into the springtime, into who I truly am, that was hard. That was hard. I kind of omitted the next part, but it, it goes on to 
come. Let's catch us the little foxes, the little foxes mm-hmm. that destroy the vineyard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That what that symbolically means is come, let us catch the little nasty things, the little attachments, the little, mm-hmm. the little, um, little monsters that are running around the little problems, right? The little thoughts, yeah. you know, get really deep into it. Like the thoughts that are yeah. causing destruction within your vineyard. That, yeah. And keeping you from bearing fruit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Catching those thoughts, slowing down, having that self-reflection. I'll be honest with you. This has been on my heart and on my mind so much recently. Like, it's just like, this is where my reflection has been. This is where, um, my reflect, my personal reflection for Lent coming through. Uh, I, honestly, this reading, uh, I kind of told you before the podcast, don't want to really focus too much on Lent because everybody is focusing on Lent and yeah, everybody's got their own Lenten series. I don't want to beat that dead horse <laughs> with everybody else. I, I don't. Uh, and you know, I think you're in the same mind, but if I could share with you a little reflection that I had with Jesus about this, that acknowledging this whole Lenten season is not something of like that shame, that scariness, that like coming out of the cleft of the rock, but rather entering into the springtime. I was able to get over my shame in, in my life. I was able to enter and to catch those little foxes, the little thoughts that run around and, and make me un unfruitful i had a lot of support <laughs> i had a lot of support from jesus from uh the community that i was in from the community that i have entered into since coming home from missionary work you know yeah i know that uh for a lot of people being stuck at home and isolated has become that cleft mm-hmm. of the rock absolutely so what happens to us when we become isolated we stop caring for the vineyard in our hearts yeah. right symbolically what i mean by that is our hearts our fertile ground for the word. Our hearts are fertile ground for good things that God wants to do in this world. Our hearts are fertile ground, should be fertile ground, (laughs) for miracles, for love, to actually make the world an actual better place in our, our spheres of influence, right? When we are pulled into isolation and to shame, whether it be through circumstance because of COVID and shutdown or because of the start of, you know, we all started, started off shut down, right? And then many of us got a little bit more lax, but we still developed habits of coping with our isolation that keeps us isolated, right? Where we're binging more TV, we're binging more social media, we're binging more just stuff on Google, right? And it's pulling us further and further away from people. And there's a shame or or maybe even just like a selfish desire. I don't know if I want to even call it a selfish desire, but rather just a habit. Yeah, a habit of not tending this garden of our hearts. And when we do that, we allow these thoughts, the foxes, to just wreck everything right so these thoughts such as i'm not good enough i'm not accepted i don't belong i'm not good looking enough if i was 15 pounds lighter if i was blah 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 better you know there's those thoughts that just run havoc and destroy us so we don't have the self-confidence to actually go up to people 
and talk to them, right? I think we all, regardless of how extroverted you are or how introverted you are, I think there is a level of um, shyness that has come because of our insecurities. And I can say that as an extrovert. Um, I have felt shyness grow within me, right? Because of, because of the, my allowing the foxes to destroy different areas of my life. So, um, yeah, that would be, that'd be how I see it. I think now is a great time, um, to sit down and, and catch the little foxes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would recommend reading that part in the Psalms, not in Psalms, my bad, the Song of Songs, and uh, yeah, it's chapter two, I believe verses eight through fourteen, uh, and a little bit further if, uh, to the catching the foxes part. Um, yeah, go through that. Really. I guess this is the challenge. <laughs> I might as well throw a challenge at you. Uh, really reflect on that and ask yourself, you know, how's God calling me out of that cleft? And what are those foxes that are wreaking havoc in my life? And what are those mountains? What are those hills, those walls that I put between me and God? You know, I personally, whenever I think of those obstacles, you know, that we, that I put between me and God, it's like me trying to justify where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Me trying to, uh, yep, yeah, kind of put myself in relationship to God that's much further than He wants to be with me. Mm-hmm. You know, God, be, you know, be on the other side of these mountains. Yeah, and um, yeah, recognize those obstacles that maybe you allow to exist or you actively, um believe and hold on to just a little note on that too i think you know we talked about we talked about covid being like a big isolator Mm -hmm. uh any kind of trauma will do that whatever that looks like in your life whether it's covid or not covid you know if you have not suffered trauma praise jesus for that and continue to just really rely on his providence i can say the reality of his love and peace after experiencing this has taken a whole different level. It's definitely been refined. Um, and I think being called out of the cleft, out of the rock, catching those little foxes, having that to do has been amazingly powerful with my relationship with God kind of bringing it back to identity which is what we're talking about this season we're doing this out of love for our lord and he's asking us to do this out of love for us so that we might find freedom right that's that's the cool part is that he doesn't want us to be stuck in our cycles of thought from our experienced trauma he doesn't want us to be stuck he doesn't want to be stuck us to be stuck binging Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu and HBO and every other streaming service that there is because there's so many and you know like 
He doesn't want us to be stuck at living a boring life, but rather actually influencing the world around us, the circles of influence around us, and, and making our little corner of the world a better place. And it's not a corny thing. I, like I'm saying that from experience of suffering. So, I don't know. Those those are my my thoughts. Colton, do you have anything to add to that? You know, ever everyone has friendships or relationships or family that you're you have a relationship with. Consider how those things shine a light on you, as well. Because mm-hmm. regardless of who you are, you do need social interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, people need varying levels of it, but you regardless need social interaction. So. Yeah, get that social interaction and understand how it impacts you. Yeah. How it draws you out out of yourself. There's a couple challenges, I guess, coming at you from, from Colton over here. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah. I guess if you think he's full of it, you don't have to do him. I'm kidding. No, hey. hey. <laughs> no. Um, I am, but doesn't mean you you don't have to do it. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I... I really do encourage uh, any any individual of our audience to yes, please go get that social interaction, and and sit with someone and understand how they draw you out of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know how let them just by their presence help your eyes turn towards uh, their face and um, consider also God's doing that in you as well because. He is a person who desires that relationship with you. He mm-hmm. said it multiple times everywhere throughout scripture, actually. And he became a human being for that sake. Mm-hmm. So really ponder what that means for you. Yeah. So those are my thoughts. I like it, Colton. Well, should we end with prayer? Yeah, let's do this. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, you are the lover who bounds over our mountains, leaping over our hills, who moves past our walls, peering past our lattices, our windows, and you call us out, beckoning us, come away with you, come away with you. Lord, please draw our attention to the beautiful things that exist everywhere, the beautiful things that exist in our communities in the greater world and within our hearts, within ourselves that you planted there. Turn our face, Lord, away from the dark cleft in that rock towards you and help us be brave enough to speak to you so that you can hear our voice too. Lord, draw us up out of ourselves and reveal to us our identity as you see it. Lord, we know that we are nothing without you, but you made us anyway. You made us anyway, so we are not nothing. And we always have you. We love you, Jesus, and we trust you with our hearts. Help us to grow in that trust. Amen.
Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a wonderful day. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. We hope that this podcast blessed you. And we ask if it did, share that with the people that you love so that it can bless them as well. If you want to reach out to us, we are available on Facebook. We are under an open heaven. Our email address is under an open heaven dot fire at gmail.com and we are on instagram at under and open heaven dot fire so please go uh give those a gander and send us any th- any feedback that you want we would be happy to reply to you god bless bye